It's Metal Church right here on your classic metal show with Disappear featuring Ronnie Monroe on lead vocal. And, uh, boy, that was an era of uh, Metal Church that kind of, like, uh, allowed them to, you know, uh, relaunch their career, I guess. Uh, and Ronnie did a good job there for the few years that he was with the band. And we got to know him a little bit. And uh, now where is he now? Where What happened to him? Do you know? Uh, I know his wife had like cancer or something. Mm-hmm. And so he, he kind of, I don't know if he retired or stepped away or what he did exactly to, um, for, you know, that, that led him out, but he's not, as far as I know, he's not, you know, active right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Well, he liked us for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, we liked him too. So feeling is mutual. But anyway, Mike Howe obviously uh, re retook the uh, the lead vocal reins of of Metal Church, and uh, they've released three stellar albums with Mike, and he just picked right back up where he left off. Yep, he certainly did. And uh, you know, he's been cool enough to come on the show two or three times since his return to Metal Church, and I've run into him on uh, I think at least three occasions. And uh, man, very nice guy. Yeah, he he's a good dude, man. I like that guy. Yeah, I do too. So never never would I have thought back in the eighties when when I was listening to Metal Church that uh at some point it's like, yeah, you know, I'm kinda I'm gonna get to know that guy a little bit. <laughs> you know, it's just pretty pretty bizarre. If you think about it, Chris, you know, just through the you know, just through the longevity of the show and what we do, mm-hmm. did it ever occur to you as as you know, a younger person? That, um, you know, when you were in the um, military or, or when you were listening to the, the stolen records from the Gold Circle or the Kmart, when you're yeah. listening to the to the Rat or, or to the Dockin or whatever it is that you picked up that week, you go, yeah, I'm going to know those guys. No, dude, I, I still remember when I was in Korea, they had the big, um, they had the big um, Olympic, Olympic kickoff party. And I was excited as I could be to get to hug Gloria Estefan. Oh, yeah. Who I wasn't even a fan of, but it was like, well, she's famous. And here I am hugging Gloria Estefan. Well, and- she she was pretty hot back in the day. Oh, yeah. Then this was Miami Sound Machine. Yeah, this too. was this was during the time where she would wear the chaps on stage. Mm-hmm. She was a hot little piece of ass. Yeah. That that one that one video that she has where she's dancing around on stage and she's got the chaps on. I don't remember what video it was, but uh, yeah, she was she was pretty smoking at that time. She was definitely hot. But yeah, I, I always just loved that. Was sit back and watch her videos. Yeah, didn't care if you liked the music or not. You just were like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, look at her. I'll do the Congo with you. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like dressed in her, you know, her motorcycle jacket and her chaps and dancing around and, you know, just put on a show. It's like, mm, yeah. I, I can't. Was it Conga that was the song? It, it, it was one of those. It's one of the live video ones where she's like dancing around on stage and shit. Let's see if it's I, I don't know if it's Conga or, or the rhythm is going to get you or one of those. Let's see if it's Conga. This but she's like wearing a white shirt and wearing like a you know a biker jacket and uh she's she's got her chaps on and she's dancing around out there let's see if this is it here i'm I'm trying to pull it up right now let's see let's see if I can do this with the with the magic 
<laughs> is this the one? They seem to be playing live. That's Should I turn the sound on? No, I can no, turn no. The... Well, can you fast forward a little bit? See if see if it's the one where she's the. No, that's not it. That's not it. So no. what's the other one? Is going to get you. The rhythm is going to get you. It's 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 like they're playing in like a an arena or something. Let's see if this is it. You can fast forward that. There's 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 a couple scenes in there. It's pretty hot. No, I don't think that's it either. Nope, that's not it either. What other songs did they have? Wasn't this was a fast one? Well, it was a fast one, but but it's it's one of those that that she's on stage and dancing around and. No, that's not it. That's not it. No, she's she's wearing like Levi's, real tight Levi's, and and uh, chaps, and and she's wearing like a a biker jacket. Her, I don't any of her other. Hits. Her, her hair's like really longer. Let's see what other hits did did the Miami Sound Machine have? Do you remember the names of the songs? Well, I'm gonna look it up. Miami Sound Machine. Video, Gloria Estefan. Yeah. Estefan Leather Jacket. Let's see if that comes up. What that says. Um, one, two, three? That might be it. I think, yeah, that, I think that's it. I think that's the one. She's wearing leather here. Yeah, pull, the, pull that one up. Let's get that going. Six, seven, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the right. one. Let's see what she's looking like here. Oh, I love this technology. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, her hair's all long, and she's got the chaps on, and she's dancing around. Yeah. People on the podcast are going to be hating this. <laughs> I could look at this all day. Yeah. Hell yeah. Look at that ass on that bra. That's oh, what I'm saying. Oh. I stood right next to her. <laughs> Put my arm around her. Yeah, she's got that hair that I like, that longer yeah. wild hair. And, you know, she's just like a hot chick. This was at the same time as like Paula Abdul and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Straight was, up, straight up. So this was probably her answer, her record company's answer to like straight up or or whatever the other songs were that she had. Oh, yeah. Look at that. I just want to fucking rip that shirt right <laughs> off her. Rip. Yeah, those uh, chaps kind of like, oh. uh, that chaps just kind of like frame that camel toe. I think the reason that the video is kind of shaky is because the dude's jerking off while he's filming. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my favorite video of hers. She does look hot in this. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes! <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> now I like the song again. <laughs> yeah, that she, that she takes her jacket off and she's like dragging it across the stage, and she's got the off the shoulder shirt going on. I'm not gonna lie, we're gonna watch all the way till we see that too. <laughs> I don't care what that does to the show right now. This is fucking. Compelling. Well, if you're if you're watching, you know, if you're watching the video, the CMS TV, you're you're getting it. 
Yeah, if you're listening on the podcast, you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> She's just fun to watch. Yeah, she is. Oh, get that suggestion off of my screen. Come on. Oh, look at that ass. I know. Jeez. Frame the, those chaps frame her ass like a Picasso. Oh my goodness. Just imagine that fucking riding your reverse cowgirl. <laughs> Holy smokes. Just watching yourself invade that fucking pussy. Jesus Christ. Oh, man, she is hot. Mm-hmm. That's that's when that's when there was fun in the world. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's funny about this video? Unlike some, oh, there she is with the jack. Oh, look at that! Like, like she can't wait to get. She can't even wait to get her clothes off. Oh, I like it. <laughs> when I worked at the club in California, and this song came out, I could watch it on the big screen. It was like a eight by ten screen. Right. It was just a huge screen of Gloria Estefan and all her glory. Love that! Holy smokes. That's nice. <laughs> like it. Holy smoke. She yeah, she's she's definitely Oh, is that a picture of her now? Jeez. That's what I said back then, back in the day. Now she's a librarian. I know. She's like an old lady. What is that hair? You got a picture? It's in the chat room. Well, I know, oh, but I... can you put it up on the on the TV oh, yeah. screen? Yeah, I can do that. Hold on. Get here, go here, go. Oh, I think this is a share. Yeah, look it. Oh, damn it! Wow, she's got the Karen hair. Got the Karen hair and the old lady <laughs> mouth. <laughs> oh my that's god, a, that's a mouth that says, "Let me get some lima beans." <laughs> <laughs> what? To to look at that and then look at that one two three video, holy uh, shit! Yeah, it's literally like looking at at a hot chick and then her mom. Yeah. Ugh, what happened? My God, she should have got the Selena treatment just to keep her <laughs> preserved as hotness. Well, you know who, and you brought her up. You know who actually still looks good as Paula Abdul. Oh yeah, Paula Abdul. She still looks great. She looks almost identical. Pull up that pull up that straight up video. Dude, I actually went and saw that concert. Did you? And I saw it in Arizona and it was worth every penny. <laughs> she was hot as fuck. My my favorites was the was the Gloria Estefan one, two, three, obviously the Bengals. And then uh uh the the Paula Abdul, the straight up. Get some straight up. All right, yeah. See, same same clothes. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what was going on back in, what was that, 89? Yeah. I think that was 89. Growing up on the screen. That's here. that's when there was still fun in the world. It was fun to watch chicks. Oh, it's still fun to watch chicks. I don't yeah. care what fucking libtards say. Oh, look at that. I know. It's got the little short dress on and the heels and dancing around. She's a little girl too. She's like five three. Oh. 
Right, this show's at a dead stop at this point. <laughs> I'm going to watch this whole video, too. I've forgotten. Just, you know she fucks like crazy. <laughs> Just the way she moves. I know. Oh, my God. Just wild, wild hair. Oh. I'm going to take myself off screen so I can uh, jerk my dick from <laughs> Like, stop showing the guys. Yeah, I'm just having fun there, Paula. Look at those titties. <laughs> yeah, she still looks good, though. Yeah, she does. She looks very... I think she did a commercial recently, and okay. she, and I think she was reprising her role in the straight-up thing, and she still looks... She looks like she was back then. Yeah. But to see, but to see Gloria Estefan today compared to that one, two, three video, ouch! Yeah, Yeah, that's bad. Hmm. Oh, oh, oh! (laughs) (laughs) I, I I loved Paula Abdul back in the day. (laughs) Well, who didn't? Uh, I like the music too. I hate to be a fag and all, but I had that forever, forever your girl CD, and I played the shit out of it. And Spellbound too, the album that came out after that had the Hush Hush song with um, what's that kid's name? He's in the Matrix and the guy from John Wick in the Matrix and whatever. What's his name? What's his name? Um, uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is in the video for. Hush, hush, or rush, rush, or whatever that song's yeah. called. Well, she this this Paula wasn't she banging um, Emilio Estevez at this time? I think so. Yeah. Boy, that was she was dating down <laughs> Emilio Estevez. Best he ever did was what the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. This album sold ten million copies. <laughs> this album was huge for her. Came from out of nowhere and. Remember that they played the shit out of these songs. This was right when I came back from Korea. This is like Arizona, I think. It's like 88, 89, right? It was 89, yeah. Yeah. I just remember them playing the living shit out of this stuff on like MTV and Mm -hmm. on the radio. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) I could do without all the guys, but. Yeah, I'm sorry, Paula. It's not going to be you and me forever. Mm-mm. Might be, though, because she still looks just as good. Yeah, she does. Whoever she... did end up with her, that's a keeper. Yeah, she kept it together. Yeah. Made a bunch of money. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Look at that. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. I like it. Been a while since I've seen that. Uh, ha ha! <laughs> and and just like that, fucking YouTube took it off for violating their streaming rules. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. That quick, huh? We didn't even say anything dirty. They got us for playing a video. <laughs> oh, Prince, hey. I guess you guys will just have to go over to D Live. Did they take us down? Really? Yeah, they took us down. That's what the people in the YouTube chat are saying. (laughs) Damn 
Damn YouTube. Aha! Uh -huh. Go to DLive. DLive.tv slash Classic Metal Show. See? This is, this is why you can't uh, rely on these mainstream uh, media outlets. Yeah, that's why I don't. Everything is censored. Censor, mm -hmm. censor, censor. Yep. Wow. All right. There we go. Paula. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it. I did too. Now, how many, how many people in the chat room did not enjoy that? Well, probably none of them watched it. <laughs> the chat room. The, well, I don't know. I'm sure the people that were watching it up until YouTube fucking killed it. Right. <laughs> we're enjoying the shit out of it. Ask fire in the chat room. Wow. Neely likes a chick his own age. Well, when he was not his own age. <laughs> That's funny. Fuck. As fuck. He actually likes a chick his own age. Yeah. Back then. Funny. I'm sure if you I'm sure if you saw Paula Abdul on the street now, you'd look right past her. You'd be like, hello, ma'am. <laughs> You're looking very matronly today. <laughs> Can I help you to your car, ma'am? Right. <laughs> That's fucking funny, man. <laughs> yeah, I think it's hilarious that YouTube, YouTube took all of what? Seven segments before they banned us. <laughs> Oh, it says we're back up now. Oh, all okay. right, because they, they, they censored us. They, yeah, they censored us. Okay, fuck them. Who cares? That's why I still say, if you guys want to watch during the live show, DLive is the place to go, yeah. not YouTube. Yeah, you're not going to get censored. Yeah, there'll be no censorship on DLive. Right. And, and if you really want to watch it, CMS TV, because yeah. it'll all be there uncensored. Yeah. Throw, throw some support our way, you you cheap bucks. Yeah. As we keep throwing money into this shit. We, we, we throw a lot of money into this. We do. Between you buying all this gear and I buy all the software and shit, it's like, holy fuck. We do put in, we do, I mean, you put in, what, 500 for Spreaker. Yeah. What, 1,000 on my gear. Plus, plus, plus the high-speed internet. Yeah. You know, we both we both have top end high speed internet plus, plus the new server. Yeah, new server. I I just bought the Streamyard. I bought the CMS TV server. <laughs> you know, these are all these are all chunks of money. Yeah, all for what, pal? Yeah, so that you guys can have a better free show. Yeah, man. thankless. It's a thankless job, right? <laughs> so we're gonna shake the coin. We're gonna shake the cup now. If you guys could give us a few shekels, if you could click through our, our Amazon link on the page and, you know, you're going to shop on Amazon anyway, so why not just click through the Amazon? Ugh. Ugh. I wonder if they still do that. I don't know. If anybody still does that or if that's just old now. Who knows? Hail and kill caller, you're on the air. Um, just checking. I'm still subscribed to the VBO, aren't I, with you guys? I don't know, Tim. Are you? Are you? Well, I, sh I should be. I think I get billed every month. But <laughs> and you are. Just... Yeah. Well, as long as, um, as long as I am, I'm supporting the show in some what, way. What do you mean? As long as you are? Are you telling me you don't take advantage and actually watch it? You just subscribe to it, but then don't watch it? 
Yeah, pretty much. Because there's, <laughs> there's not, there's You're not, the there's not them. a lot of, there's not a lot of extra content and stuff that I don't hear on the, on the podcast. So, um, and I don't mind because it supports the show. All I'll say, Tim, is start watching a little bit with the new with the new software where we can integrate a lot of TV type stuff, where we can integrate videos and pictures and and really kind of grow it into something a little bit more TV ish. I think you're going to see a big change in what we're doing. Yeah, we were just playing uh, we were just playing Paula Abdul and and. Um Gloria Estefan. I mean, you know, I, I realize that you have a proclivity for the male type people, but these girls were pretty hot back in the day. They had male dancers. No, I'd actually, I'd actually rather watch Lorraine Lewis. Lorraine, Lorraine Lewis. She, she was hot. She's, well, she's she's in she's the front woman for uh, the current Vixen. lineup of Vixen now. Yeah, she she doesn't look as as good as she looked in the. Falling in in and out of love video in 1988. Well, surprisingly, that, was, that, that, um, that surprisingly before she left the band, uh, what, what's her name? Uh, the girl who was uh, the front the front woman for uh, Vixen. Cherry Curry. No, Cherry. the front woman for Vixen. No, Jan. Wasn't it Jan? Yeah, Jan. No, that was, she died. Janet Gardner. Janet Gardner. She still actually looks yeah. pretty I've good. Got all- yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, for, for, for an old lady, she's still bangable. Yeah, I, I, love, I love Vixen. I've got all their stuff, and I've got the film. Actually, I'd, I'd love to get a, because I had a copy on cassette of the Femme Fatale album. I wish they'd released that back on CD. Do you have Tangerine, uh, Tim? Yes. Wow, look at him. He is a fan. He's got Tangerine. Yeah, I used to have that album. <laughs> Wasn't that the one where they hated me for no, it? No, no, oh, no, no, no. Learn, live and learn, live and learn. That's the one I got a lecture in the parking lot about. From <laughs> on your behalf, well, by the way. Paula Abdul never did it for me. Not, really, not she, it was, dude. She, no. she could she could ride your dick raw. He don't care. I like no. I like I like I like blonde girls. You know, natural blonde girls. Like oh, Samantha lovely, Fox, lovely blonde. Yeah, with a with a blonde box. That's right. A blonde box, like Samantha Fox. Yeah. I said meatball. No, <laughs> uh, uh, Samantha Samantha Fox. Uh, she was she was hot, but she didn't have a blonde box. <laughs> How do you know? Because I saw it in I saw it in Playboy back in the day. Back in the day, you were buying Playboy. Well, my parents used to own a news agency, a paper shop, so I used to get all this stuff for, for nothing. <laughs> so, so what? What color is the box of Samantha Fox? See that rhymed. Black. Mm-hmm. Black. Black. Very, you can very, always tell by the eyebrows. Yeah, very, very you can tell dark. By the eyebrows. She had a dark box. Yeah. She had a hairy bush, a <laughs> dark hairy bush. Who did you like more, um, Tim? Lorraine Lewis or Phil Lewis? Definitely Lorraine Lewis. I'm just asking. Lorraine Lewis or Richard Lewis? Who's Richard Lewis? He's a comedian. I've got got no idea who that is, but it would be Lorraine Lewis. 
So let me ask you, Tim, do you, do you like the furry box or do you like the shaved box? I love the fairy box. Really? You and Jackal, huh? You know why? Because it reminds him of a beard rubbing against his <laughs> Yep. I'll take I'll take oh, I'll oh. take shaved any day of the week. Every day of the week. Every nah, day. Then it, then it looks like a key, I don't want to You not. sucked a cock. You can't have a shaved pussy, <laughs> but you sucked a cock. For goodness sake. Yes, I, yes, I, yes, I did. All right. Yeah, you win. You win. Did, did, do you like your cock shaved or, or, or do you like them to have a big hairy bush around the cock? My, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know anymore, man. I haven't done that since 1996. <laughs> Somehow I think you remember. It's kind of interesting that 1996 uh, correlates th- during the release of your favorite Motley Crue record. No, that was 1997, Neely. <laughs> Neely, geez. Uh, yeah, forgive me for being off by a few months. No, it was it was June 24, 1997. <laughs> Jesus. Six months. That was the and date it, of the Motley record? Or the date of the last time you sucked a cock? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not my favorite Motley Crue record anyway. The self-titled is. I thought you were really into the whole Generation Swine. I love, I love Generation Swine, but but no, no record in the history of my lifetime beats the self-titled '94 album. That's my favorite album of all time. Holy shit! How, how old are you, Tim? Good boy, Tim. Forty-seven. Forty-seven. Well, you're younger than both Chris and I. That that Motley Crue album is. is Self-titled album is a is an absolute masterpiece. Wow, that's a big high praise. And from a guy that, that likes every Nickelback record and every Motley record ever, that's that's big praise. Well, Mo- we have to go through this again. Motley Crue is the only band that I can say I love every song. Every song. Every song. Ugh. I don't know. I got a lot of favorite bands, but I can't say that I love every song. That, Tim, that they ever Tim, did. What is what is it that you love so much about the song Nona? It's just it's just cool. Like it's it's Stop. it's different, you know. No, it's, not. It's, it's not. It's, it's orchestration it's, and you know. It's not. It's a clip because they had nothing to fill the fucking record with. I still love Stop. it. Stop it. What what redeeming quality was there to Brandon or Glitter? Glitter, Glitter is amazing. Oh, Tim. It's an amazing song. Tim. It's, it's, lyrically, it's lyrically deep. Deep? The melody on it is, is, is awesome. Um, the, the, you know, Generation Swine is a whole, a whole kind of um, trip, like sonic trip of you, you know, going through all kinds of different styles of stuff. It's awesome. <laughs> and, it's, and it's extremely, and it's extremely melodic, you know? Damn. Like, the, the choruses are extremely, um, you know, to use a word that, um, who is, who is the news guy that interviewed Motley Crue for the reunion? Larry, Larry, Larry King. Larry King. 
Are your tunes hummable? They are extremely hummable on that album. Great song. This is trash, Tim. Fair enough. Brilliant. What it is. Brilliant. It's just no brilliance yeah, to this. When we make love, it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> Are there words to this shit bag? Yeah, it comes in now. <laughs> there you go. It's hard to tell. If you're dreaming of me. Dreaming of me? Awesome. Love it. Man. I, wish, I wish I could write something that good. This sucks, Tim. That's all I can stand of that. That's fucking. Ugh. You're gaying up the show and not in the cocksucking way. Jesus. No, no, fair enough. I'm just, I'm just extremely musically open-minded. That's all. <laughs> oh, and I'm not right. I'm not. I only listen to one. No, kind I'm, of- no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that, you know, I, I love light and shade in my music. Oh, you know, not it. Not everything has to sound like "Shout at the Devil." I'm with you, you on know. that, but Jesus, Tim, it should sound like a like a group of men sang it. Jesus. Well, I mean, you look, look you look at the musical diversity on on the self titled album, right? It goes mm-hmm. from it goes from things like "Love Shines," "The Poison Apple," to "Hammered," to yeah. um, "Welcome to the Numb." They're all they're all very different sounding songs. Yeah, you're right. To misunderstood, you know. Not that's arguing cool. the point. I love that. Just awful. Come on, Tim. But you you did you like Methods of Mayhem? No, I did not. Right. Are you excited like, to buy? I made you like I made you like I made you like one song. I think I like that Crash song. Crash. Did Crash you like the drum? Cool, did you no, like the drum? Did you like the Drown song on the second one? On the Tommy Lee, whatever that album was called? That was, it was better, but I, I really actually like Tommy Land the Ride a lot better than those two. Oh, the Tommy Land? Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's all right. But generally, no, I think Tommy, Le- Tommy Lee's solo music sucks. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to disagree with that one. Hey, hey, Tim, have you have you made the trip over here to the states? Have you been here before? Yes, I have. Where Where did you go? Um, Los Angeles, Vegas, um, San Diego, and New York. Why Why were you here? What What were you doing? Well, because my cousin was getting married in New York, and I met up with I met up with Motley Crue's management company when I was in LA. For what reason? Because I I built a relationship with a guy called Jeff Vaughner who now manages Slash, <laughs> just through a whole different myriad of different circumstances. And um, yeah, I, I arranged to meet him at his office, so we we met for about an hour. For what? I used well, to call him all the time. Well, what were you doing? 
They're not a deal, Neely. What do you mean? No, I wish. What do you, What do you mean? What was I doing? I well, came over there. I mean, you don't you don't just range a meeting with somebody for no reason. What What were you, What were you meeting about? Well, because I've been speaking to him on the phone for at that point for about two years or something. About what? And um, to represent you well, about about Motley Crue and stuff. <laughs> And he took a meeting with you as a fan? Yeah, of course. Well, give me his number. I just want to meet with this guy because I'm a fan. I don't I don't know his number anymore. I think he worked, <laughs> he worked with... He worked, no, this, no, let me explain. This is when he was working with 10th Street Entertainment. He doesn't work there anymore. He works with... And that at that time, they were called Left Bank. Left Bank Management. Okay. Um, and... Now he works, his name's Jeff Warner, and he manages Slash, and I think the company he works for now is called The Collective, I think. What was that? He got a new cell phone and didn't give you the number, isn't that the case? No, I lost, I lost contact with him in about 2001. Mm. All right, well, will you be attending the... Uh smoking rock and roll uh you know outing with chris and i on the 29th of uh, august no because i don't want the money to fly to the states and I'm, apart from anything else even if i did want to fly to the states we're not allowed to you're not allowed to because of covid so there's no they, flight there's closed, no flights to the up. states anymore i i'm not well Unless, I think unless it's specially arranged, no, they've, they've closed. Like, Australia's borders are closed. Mm-hmm. So you're trapped on a prison planet? Is that what you're telling me? Well, I, what I can tell you is there's no, there's no shows, so I've lost, I've lost thousands of dollars, and, and um, um, everything's yeah, pretty crap right now, to be honest. Oh, well, well, Tim, I, I'm going to sit down and have a, uh, I, I don't know if you would drink or not, but I'm going to sit down and have a, um, uh, a drink with you one day. I, I don't know when that's going to happen, but you know, we're, we're going to have a talk. I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to. Yeah. I mean, basically just, just to get back to the Jeff, Jeff Vaughn thing, basically he was mentoring me for a couple of years. He was mentoring you? How was he mentoring you? Please explain that. Well, do you want me to go into the whole I do. I want to know this. This is really interesting that you got a hold of Motley's management, who is now managing Slash, and you actually had a meeting with him when you were in L.A. So I want to understand what the relationship is there. So please explain. Okay, Okay. Okay. Here's how it started. Um, okay, there was a there was a a something in a local music magazine in Canberra ACT when I when I used to live there. That's Australia's capital city, and it, it's like a a local record shop, local record chain. They had their they had their um, their magazine you know, that would come out every month, right? And this is this is around this is nineteen ninety eight, ninety nine around the Greatest Hits album, 
Motley Crue had a thing going on called the Kickstart Your Career Competition. <laughs> okay. Where, um, where a local band from each city they were playing in could open up for Motley Crue, right? And at the time, I had a band. We were playing around town. And um, I saw this saying that Motley Crue was coming to Australia. And um, I thought, well, they've got the Kickstart Your Career competition. Why don't I apply, right? So, so I rang the management company and they put me, they, um, they put me through to Jeff. Jeff wasn't there. He rang me back. He thought I was a tour promoter offering them a tour here, and obviously I told him I wasn't. And then, um, then they said, "Well, they're not touring Australia, and and you know, there's no plans to do that. I don't know where they got that information from. Anyway, so that was fine. So, and then around that time, they were releasing the. All right, oh, Jesus. I love you, Tim, but goddamn, you are fucking insane. He loves that Motley Crue shit. That is for sure. Jesus. Oh, my God. So he had a meeting with Motley Management? Yeah. Wow. Meanwhile, I remember that contest. you remember who won it here in Akron? <laughs> no. You know, because you were oh, at the oh, ship. Peace Tree. Peace Tree, yeah. Peace Tree. Yeah. Peace Tree won that contest. As, yeah. as our good friend Randy Trask would say, Puss Tree. Yeah, because he hated them. I know he did. And he hated them because they beat out Wicked Heart right. for, that, for that gig. Exactly. Wicked Heart was in the finals, allegedly. <laughs> which they probably told every band that they were in the finals. <laughs> Tim is insane. Don't you think Tim and Randy would fucking hang out? And they love would. Him? They would love each other. They would be the best of friends for each other. They Tim, would. Tim and Randy would be, <laughs> that would be a couple. They would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love Tim. I think Tim is a great dude, but holy yeah. cow. Yeah, that story was just driving me nuts. Right. Oof, that's why I was like, Kalik, please. <laughs> I'm still laughing. <laughs> He got a hold of Motley's management, and they actually took a meeting with him. You know what? I, I'll say, as much as I'd love to goof on that fact, I'll give that to Tim. Because every goddamn documentary that you watch of of bands that made it has some dumb story like that. You know, every every band is like, yeah, we were just hanging out, and I couldn't get a meeting anywhere, so I brought the guys a pizza and they, they let me in and that's when I gave them my demo and that's how we became Metallica or whatever, you know. Right. Every band seems to have that sort of a story somewhere in their in their backlog, so you know, I'll give it to Tim. At least he's Tim definitely wanted to make it. I mean, I think it's, I think it's probably past the point now unless he sells songs, but but Tim, you know, I'll, I'll give it to him for having the drive to do it. I agree. I completely agree. I salute the guy. Yeah. He's still out there making songs. Well, I'm gonna play I'm gonna play this for you, Tim. This this is for you. People let me tell you about my best friend. He's a warm hearted person who loved me till the end. People let me tell you about my best friend. 
dude, I don't want you to read it. I just want you to look in the chat room at the last post from Liquid Courage. All right. <laughs> Every night. <laughs> so fucking mean. Oh. But hilarious. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, no kidding. Ooh. Well, you know what? I I would like to uh sit down with Tim. Yeah. And raise a pint with him as as it were. Would you? I would. I would okay. like to sit and have a chat with Tim. I would like to have a couple of cocktails with him and just sit there sure. and shoot the shit. Sure. That guy is a hardcore. Now, I know our friend Bob Nelbandian mm-hmm. is uh, salutes Tim because he, you know, basically says, you know, Tim is the reason why, you know, the the business of music survives because of the hardcores like him. And I agree. Sure. But, uh, man, Tim. Wow. Yeah. Just, just the fact that you traveled here to the States and you you somehow some way arranged a meeting with Motley's management. Wow. Did you know he, he used the, the wedding as just leverage to go and do the, the meeting. He didn't come here for the wedding and also meet Motley's manager. Right. But, but my he, point is, and I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I yeah. give him, I tip my hat. I don't wear hats, mm-hmm. but I, if I did, I would tip my hat to Tim. Yeah. There we go. Wow. <laughs> wow. Tim, you're you're revealing and you're entertaining as well. Yep. We just had to cut you off tonight because your stories were endless. Right. But he loves Molly. Uh, I'll say, geez. He loves Molly. Yes, he does. All right. Well, I'm going to say we take a short break. And right. since we're talking about Motley. All right. And I know that you are kind of a fan. I mean, you know, obviously, Nikki is kind of a dick. Yeah, that doesn't mean I hate the music. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I like Motley music as well. I mean, am I a, am I a huge supporter? No, I'm not. But, but do I like Motley music? Yeah, I do. Sure, me too. So I'll let you uh, pick a Motley tune, and we'll, we'll dedicate this to Tim, who's, right. you know, his ever... Uh, you know, his, his never ending quest for music excellence. I I'm going to call it that is undying at 47 years old. Yeah. No kidding. All right. Then I am going to choose, um, fight for your rights. Okay. From, from, from theater of pain. All right. All right. We're saying fight. Right. Exactly. Okay. Well, we're going to play some motley play a couple tunes we'll come back we'll do it do some more stuff so here it is it's molly real quick play three tunes play three all right we'll play three okay all right well here it is it's motley crew this goes to our good friend tim in australia the prison planet that's right with fight for your rights exclusively here on your classic metal show 